Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. It's time to punch the losers in the face. Welcome to Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. And this is a guy who has the potential to blow the hinges off of things. Got to leave the pass behind and move on to the next play. On Soul Kitchen Radio. He's going to get a Christmas call from Memphis. And now there's tight end Kittles and Bits. Dude, I, I am just amazed by this guy. On Soul Kitchen Radio. I was surprised because of the team. Uh, first carry of his career, he fumbles the ball. This guy, wide receiver, Michael Thomas, he's solid, man. I love making my michelada, my chenchelada. Uh, but I've been up since like 5 in the morning, man, freaking out on my lineup, all five of them. So. On Soul Kitchen Radio. I got a hunchy. I got a hunchy. Soul Kitchen Radio, what's up? We are back live right now. Welcome to Fantasy Football. Football, football is back. Football. back. Who cares? Who cares? I wish the Oakland A's would hurry up and lose, fill in that damn dirt spot in the Coliseum so the Raiders could play 100%. On Soul Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. 277 Hey, first of all, I want to say, what about Lou talking about he didn't get his first kiss until high school? What was that all about? <laughs> Don't you kiss on my daughter. On Soul Kitchen, on Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. Nothing compares to football. <laughs> I said I was the man. On Soul Kitchen, on Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. Hey, it's pronounced my homie. Okay? Because that's my homie. Number 845-277-9311. On Soul Kitchen on Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. I, I, I got a hunch he's due. He was one of my he was my fantasy my dynasty fantasy number one pick, bro. On Soul Kitchen, on Soul Kitchen Radio. Kitchen Radio. He had a touchdown, but he he caught plenty of balls. Memphis Lou knows. Listen to Memphis Lou. On Soul Kitchen, on Soul Kitchen Radio. Radio. How about that? Explain that. Garoppolo starting in your yeah, fantasy league. On Soul Kitchen on Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. We're taking your team to the next level. It's Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. This is Fantasy Football on Soul Kitchen Radio. You want your team to win? Call us now. Fantasy Football. Yeah, call us right now. 845-277-9311. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, out there on, on Twitter. At Real DJ Slick, at Nature Boy IV, at Misha Troops, at Franco underscore Ranches. And yes, we are back. It's week 10. This fantasy football. It is Soul Kitchen Radio. I am Rick Camacho, your host with the most. And on the line with me, we go all the way to wherever the hell he's at today, sitting up in some big propeller thing. Misha Troops. What's up, Misha? Where you at? Well, uh, I, I wish I could tell you I'm that fancy, but I'm in a place that's called an apartment, and I'm cooking some <laughs> eggs and sausages, and last night I got the hand of the Holy Spirit on me, and Lord Jesus told me football time is Sunday. That's football what he told time me. is Sunday, and of course, yeah. sitting, in the, sitting in the booth, sitting in the booth in Memphis, Tennessee, saying, touchdown, Tigers, is Memphis Lou. We got to hear a little bit of Memphis Lou on the on the TV yesterday on ESPN, and I was I was so excited telling everybody that's my guy, Memphis Lou. Lou, what a great game that Memphis Tigers had yesterday. Man, I'm I'm so happy for the Memphis Tigers. They played well yesterday. Uh, the fans they came in, even though it was cold, it was 29 degrees uh, during the game. Uh, man, God, it was cold yesterday. But people showed up and they showed out. The Tigers did well, and it, it was a pleasant surprise in the middle of the game to get the text message from you. I was like, man, I hear you. I hear you. Say touchdown real loud. <laughs> there it goes. They was just getting ready to close in. 
And, uh, and boy, it was sure was cold here, too, at 65 degrees. Man, that's, that's cold for us California. Those are first world problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, by the way, I'm in, um, I'm in Boise, Idaho. And uh, oh. it's, uh, that, that day when you guys were complaining about the cold, it was uh, 16 degrees out there where I was on the turbine at the time. So I'm like, uh, you know, boy, 40, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. 40, 40 degrees sounds like summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so. You know, it, it got it got down to 49 last night. So it was really chilly for us Californians, yeah. us Northern Californians. But we're in the, we're in the smoke belt right now. That's what they're going to rename yeah. it, the smoke belt. Because now yeah. we got a fire down south. we got a fire up here. We canceled some high school football games for the smoke. And, and one of our high school playoff games is playing on Monday night. It's Clayton Valley High School versus Liberty High School. And believe me, we got this quarterback out here. His name is Butterfield, six foot six kid. You're going to hear about him. He's only a junior, but you're going to hear about him in the next couple of years when he when he's he's going to walk on somewhere and and just light it up. I hope he's not Get the, that guy the, on the second radar. calling. I hope he's not the second calling of uh, who's that dude that the Oakland Raiders drafted first overall once. I think he's like six foot fifty, whatever it was. Take the, the Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. Uh, uh, yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So hopefully he's not the second calling of Jamarcus Russell. You know. <laughs> hey, I, I heard a Jamarcus Russell story last week. Man, it just tickled me to uh-huh. my soul. They said they were concerned that he wasn't reading the playbook. And um, oh, yeah. I'm watching watching the blitz packages. So they they gave him they gave him some cassettes. And it's like, man, so what what do you think? He's oh man, I watched it and everything. Everything was cool. And it's like, man, we knew he was lying because they were blank. There was nothing on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, man, yeah, I love that story. He had another. Uh, that was a, Did you hear there was another story where it's like they had like a rookie talent show or whatever. And, uh, you know, some guys, they came in and sang. Some did some jokes. Old Jamarcus Russell did was come in with, like, $10,000 in singles and just was just making it rain on his teammates. <laughs> like, man, that's a good <laughs> yeah, talent. I didn't hear that one, but that's crazy. <laughs> that is definitely yeah. a good talent to have. It's yeah. a blessed talent to have, but I bet you can't do that now. I bet no, you wish he no, had every one of them dollars back right now. All right, All right let's get into a little yeah. fantasy football, guys. I got a question for you guys, man. It's week 10 right now. In week 10, is it time, if you're at the bottom, to have a garage sale? Is it time to, to go, on, go, on, go, on your, go on your chat group and say, you know what? I got Leonard Fournette. I got Alvin Kamara. I got Tyreek Hill for sale. I got Kareem Hunt for sale. Or is that, is that uh, bending the rules a little bit? What do you guys think? Man, I, I think it's collusion. I, I think it's horrible. It's disgusting. If I'm in a dog fight trying to make it in and some asshat who, who's at the bottom of the barrel, if, if he or she is colluding with somebody who is just on the outside looking in and it's going to hurt me, then uh, I'm like, Quick, I'm going to shoot him in the pinky toe. <laughs> you know, that's not cool, man. Let, 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 them, let everybody fight it out. If you've got a legitimate trade, you know, you're trying to do something to help your team. You know, do that, but you know, let, let's let's not let's not stack up, man. That, that's 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 foul. That's foul. But, but if it's uh, if it's a trade between two bottom uh, place teams, then it just uh, it doesn't really uh, much of an effect there. That's what I got going on. So, but yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like, what I, I did is I took I took a trade. You know, I took a trade because I knew. That that I'm I was already out in a certain in a certain thing, so I said, you know what, I'm done. I'm two and seven in tenth place out of ten teams. Give me, I'll take a trade, but I gotta look. I gotta start looking towards next year, right? So I'm not gonna. I, I took a trade that will satisfy me for next year, which was I gave up David. David Nathan, and I took Le'Veon Bell. Wow, wow, Damn. hey, that 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 that's smart. I mean, if you got a keeper league and you're thinking about yourself long term, that's different. 
but just uh, just tanking for somebody winning the crown and, and splitting the proceeds. You know, I'm going to speak to the commissioner and get an investigation launched. Uh, we're going to get the Mueller investigation involved. You know, <laughs> I'm going to the highest court. I'm going to the highest court, damn it. I'm going to demand a recount. Would that be uh, considered a... Uh... Would that be considered a trade gate? Trade, trade gate, gate. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Wait, I didn't know you could do that for the future. Is that is that more or less like a discussion for like, hey, you rub my back this season, I'll rub your back next season type of deal? Is that I mean, what it is was, like? Uh, uh, it's a keeper league, know, isn't it? What it was. It was a keeper league. It was a keeper league, and so I forget what league it was, but. Uh, oh, oh, okay. It's our, it's our fifty dollar league, Lou. That's where it's it was. What? And if you, the fifty dollar league. And, ah. And I, yeah, and so I'm I'm one and eight in my fifty dollar league, and so I got to the point where you know what? I had a garage sale for one day. Put it out there. I said, look, this is a garage sale. You get who you can, but I'm not gonna let you break me because I still gotta. I'm still competing. So, what I did is I started looking towards next season, and I traded away David Johnson, so I got Le'Veon Bell. Who knows where he's going to be next season, but I know he's going to be somewhere, and he's going to be a number one pick. So, I, I grabbed him. Which might have really screwed That's me when I think about it, because it might have really screwed me when I think about it, because if I come in last place and I get first pick, and Le'Veon Bell is my first pick, I, I might want to... Reconsider that and get it. And not take, not keep Le'Veon Bell because who knows who's coming out of college or or who's the, who everybody else has to has to drop. So it's going to be some taking yeah. on part that I have to do. I, I'm I'm hearing uh, with Le'Veon Bell situation in Pittsburgh that you know Pittsburgh says, hey, look, uh, just because you're Le'Veon Bell, that means nothing. We got a guy here that's been rolling. Thousand yard rusher. So when you come back, you might be riding the pine, son. And so Le'Veon Bell was like, "Well, you know what? I ain't coming, Jack." <laughs> and he's not gonna show up. <laughs> he's like, he's not gonna show up. You know, he's, he's gonna miss out on he's gonna miss out on that money. You know, but you know, sometimes you have to stick to your principles, do what you have to do uh, for the grand picture. That's right. Yeah. Riley, coming in the the, the fourth part to our. Our uh, quintet. That's what it's called. Our quartet. Our barbershop quartet right here. Fresh Red says, <laughs> makes his appearance. What's happening, Fresh O? He's coming in like R. R. Kelly. Mr. Big. That was Ronald Isley, man. That was Ronald Isley, man. Mr. Big. Mr. Big. <laughs> Mr. Big. Our, 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 our main show. Our Mama, main show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I want to talk about Le'Veon Bell for a second. I have him in two leagues. One league, I wasted my number one, my number three pick, number of first round, so that sucked. And then another league, I have him in a dynasty league, so I just had to put up with it. Uh, I heard, I heard it was uh, they, the only reason they came to. Um, was because they thought that they had to be there to sign it so they could be eligible for it next year, and then they found out that they didn't. So he's just stupid for that. He could have just said, fine, I'll just sit out the whole year. You're going to do the same thing. That's what Ian Rappaport so was telling me on, on Instagram stories. I'm calling that fool like a freaking girl with big old titties. Hey, I got a beef with Ian Rappaport, man. I was at the Raiders training camp, and I think I was the only one who knew his name. I'm like, Ian, Ian. He kept looking at me. I'm like, come here, come here. And he was like, in a second, I'm working. I'm like, come here. And he never came over. So I'm going to be oh, on the Rappaport, man. Punk ass. Maybe, uh, dude. He's a, he's maybe he's going to go to the bathroom or something. You never know. Yeah. He's a douche. <laughs> he's a douche. Yeah, he, uh, he used to work for my, uh, my, my dude's uh, Barstool Sports. And he tried to do them dirty. So, Oh well, then, uh, well then never mind. All right, we hate Ian Rappaport. Forget it. If he's messing with everybody, sounds like. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's, uh, he just he just wants to flex his name, and uh, I think people 
people got a mattress. Watch it. Yeah, we got something for you, yeah. Rappaport, right? We got something for you. Um, there it is. You <laughs> shit-kicking, stinky, horseman-horse-smelling motherfucker, you. You dirty-eating piece of slime. You scum-sucking pig. You son of a motherless goat. Ian Rappaport, that's for you. I still enjoy his fantasy football updates. I still follow him and get that fantasy football update, so I don't hate 100%, but fuck you. Let's go. Let's talk about, let's talk about the tight end blues today. I have the tight end blues. Let's speak on tight ends. Who is out there right now that that you could crunk Kowski? Gronkowski is sitting. He is not playing today. Who are some tight ends that you guys know you can depend on, and who are some tight ends you thought you could depend on that came out to be just shitheads? Dude, well, I, mean, I, I am in. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just a quick one. I mean, it's just, it's kind of hard to ignore. Rob Gronkowski's season has been uh, rough having him on the team, that's for sure. That's a that's all I had to say. I was like, damn, a Gronk. He's too hurt. His body. He's uh, he's human after all. So, well, give me another. Give me another tight say. end there, Misha. Uh, another tight end. This this hasn't really tight been end a tight end, end season. Right. We got that's, the tight end uh, blues this season, man. Uh, I kind of have a an on off thing with Greg Olson. But I think uh, I think he's on the upswing. Like damn it, Greg Olson, why can't you just deliver? But yeah, he's another one that keeps me up at night crying. He just keeps edging you, right? He's edging you and not letting you, not letting you bust. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> it's <just> true, <laughs> true. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Lou. <laughs> Man, see, I'm I'm in a I'm in an awesome, just horrible spot when it comes to tight ends. Uh, wasted my first, uh, my, I think my second, second or third pick on Rob Gronkowski. He has been out, and this has just been headache city for me. I, I went on the waiver wire. I picked up uh, Dallas uh, Goldard for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I always like to pick guys who are playing against the Cowboys because they always tend to do well. Uh, last week. Uh, Goddard had one catch for 32 yards and a touchdown for 10.2 points. The week before that against Carolina, he had four catches for 43 yards and a touchdown for 14 points. You know, so I, I think that he may be, you know, the, the good guy for me. He's only owned in 3.6% of ESPN leagues. But then I went looking again, and I saw Nick Vanette out there, tight end for the Seattle Seahawks. He's projected to give 8.2 points last week against the Chargers, six catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown for 17.2. So I'm kind of, you know, in limbo. Do I do I go with Russell Wilson and, and Nick Vanette, you know, or do I go with Dallas Goder playing against the Cowboys defense? And you know that they can be suspect across the middle sometimes. You know, so I'm, 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 a, little, I'm a little nervous on that. So what, what do you guys think? Uh, I would probably go with, uh, probably go with Nick Vanette. I mean, I went with Dallas uh, Goddard in a couple of my leagues, too, because of the Gronkowski situation. But you got to remember, he's the number two tight end. So okay. um, he might just get one or two catches thrown his way. But they might be touchdowns. But I think Vernell will get the more uh, – he's got more of an upside. You know, he's going to get more volume. He's going to have way more snaps, most likely. So I'd probably go with that. And anybody else before I, before I pull the trigger on this one? <laughs> Misha, what you got? Well, I was going to say about uh, about the good good guy tight ends that nobody really expected, and that's the Cleveland guy, uh, who I can't even pronounce his name, Njoku. Njoku. David Njoku, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, he's he's had some good games that, you know, where you you just kind of thrust him in there. He just... Expect, uh, well, he's av- expect yeah, nothing. He's available right now. I pick him up, but I, I don't think uh, he'd be available because he's been a starting tight end all year. This is like kind of yeah. last minute kind of thing. Yeah. 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 This 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 is not this hasn't really been a tight end season. That's for sure. 
It's uh no. It's it's, it's like when you're drunk. Except for like maybe except for like five tight ends, everybody else is a crapshoot. You never know who's gonna score. When you got your Kelsey, yeah. Kittle, Ertz, um, and even O. J. Howard's having a pretty good year this year. So other than that, it's kind of up in the air. It's really hard yeah. to figure out. The top the top, top top tight ends this year, of course, Kelsey with hundred and thirty eight points so far, Zach Ertz hundred and twenty one points. George Kittle has 115 points on the year. Eric Ebron has 104 points. He comes in the fourth slot. O.J. Howard with 96 points in, in that fifth slot. And to round it off into the sixth slot, who do you guys think is the sixth best tight end with the most points? I'm going to say Jared uh, McDonald with a lucky with the early start. It is or Jared Jimmy G. Cook because it's ah. Jared Cook. With his early early start, he had twenty. Well, that's mainly because of that Cleveland game. Twenty-eight points versus Cleveland. Twenty-one points versus the Rams. Fourteen points versus Indianapolis. And then he has a whole bunch of threes and twos and ones and fives spread everywhere. So don't let the points fool you. Um, and then we got, of course, we got Vance McDonald, Trey Burton from Chicago is having a great season, and Hooper. And the one that I thought came out of nowhere, and I thought his season was over until he hooked up with until he hooked up with Rodgers. Is Jimmy Graham started to come out of nowhere with twelve points against Minnesota, ten against Buffalo, eleven at Detroit, twelve at San Francisco, New England. He put up thirteen point six. That was pretty good. My yeah, he's, problem, putting, he's putting up been, he's putting up decent numbers. He's not putting up his old school Jimmy Graham numbers where he was scoring over twenty mm-hmm. points a game. Average. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's not he's not Jimmy Graham as he was before when he was with New England. But he hasn't been Jimmy Graham. New no, Orleans. No, when he was, I mean, New Orleans. Yeah, he hasn't been Jimmy Graham since mm-hmm. he left New Orleans. And I think, nah, mm-hmm. I think New Orleans knew that was going to happen because he didn't do nothing when he was in Seattle. My big yeah, issue uh... was I put a lot of stock on one guy, and and he kind of screwed me all season. And that one guy was Kyle Rudolph. I really like Kyle Rudolph. Mm-hmm. You know, I got 15 points against Buffalo, 11 points against Green Bay, and then I got an eight, seven, six, two, six, four coming down there. You know, for the rest yeah, he's of the really season. Tall. Sounds like a phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think for the future, for the next five years, if they stay healthy, I think it's going to be. Um, Ertz and Kelsey going at it like back in the day, Antonio Gates and Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Right. It's them two, and they and those. There's no stopping either one of those two. I mean, they just been putting putting up monster numbers for the last two seasons. And yeah, I don't see them stopping. I think it's just like tight ends are like big dogs. You know, they they just don't have that long life expectancy. You know, their back starts to go out sooner. Their knees start to go out sooner. It's uh, they, they give it all away at the end. It's, it's just what can you do? You know, you have to put them out like old yeller. Well, maybe not to that extreme, but you know what I mean. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them. You got Ben Watson. He's like 42 years old. He's the oldest player in the league. Damn, so you got to think about old. him. He's you know he's, Ben Watson. I think he's, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Ben Watson right now, and and Ben Watson as one of the older players. He's very consistent, and that is, and and he put he put a fourteen points against Baltimore, thirteen points against against the Rams, but against Minnesota he put up a goose egg. So he's one of those. Mm. Is he going to get the ball or is he not going to get the ball? Like he put up fourteen and then zero and then thirteen. So you you miss him, you miss him, you sit him on your bench. He puts up fourteen. You play him, he puts zero. You go shit. Now I can't play him. You sit him again. And then he puts up 13 points. How frustrating oh, is that damn. you get gray hairs from people like that? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God Gronkowski actually sit there not playing like at least a day before the game as opposed to five minutes before the game the last three weeks. There's a, I was going to say Ben Watson so old he used to catch balls from uh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 but uh, okay, Watson is 66% owned, so 
he, he's still out there for some people. You can also so what's, up, what's up with this other guy, though? What's up with your, your George Swain or Greg Swain? What's his name? Greg Swain? Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Jeff Swain. Jeff Swain. Jeff. Jeff Yeah. So, you know, the Dallas Cowboy tight end situation is just flat out not good. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jeff Swain has 49 points for the season. Blake Jarwin has 10 points. Rico Gathers has six. For the season, guys, for the season, that that's just horrible. Um, Swain was limited uh, in practice on Friday. Um, he had a MCL sprain, you know, uh, on Sunday night uh, in, in the in the beatdown that they took against the uh, Tennessee Titans. I just don't trust any of those tight ends for the Dallas Cowboys yet. Swain's highest output was in week four against the Detroit Lions where he caught three balls for 39 yards and a touchdown. His maximum amount of catches this season has been against Seattle for only 47 yards. I'm sorry, three against Houston for 55. But uh, this guy, he's good, but he's not great. They really believe in Rico Gathers. And what's crazy is the guy that they really believe in is the third string tight end. You know, so that lets you know uh, there is something wrong in Dallas with the coaching uh, staff, you know, with the guys that they put on the field. It, it, it's it, it's just nerve-wracking. Don't touch any of the Dallas Cowboy tight ends in fantasy football, period. Leave them alone. Well, what if you're drafting a, a tight end who is an announcer? Then, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the yeah. biggest problem is, yeah, the, their best tight end hey, is, is not – Broadcasting now. He was one of Fat Bill's boys from Tennessee, man. You know, so uh, so uh, Witt was great, uh, but these guys uh, are no Jason Witten. Uh, they couldn't hold his jock strap, as my coach would say, nor could they carry his cleat. Uh, these guys are okay. They're professionals. They're, professionals. Uh, they're doing better than me, uh, but but they're, uh, they're, they're no future Hall of Famers right now that I see between the three of these guys. Yeah, that's next season. They're going to have to – yeah, you, know you know what they got to do? They got to go to some, like, uh, little town in the middle of nowhere, and they'll see a giant dude who is uh, stacking groceries in bags and be like, hey, young man, what are you doing? Like, well, I'm just over here stacking groceries. Like, how would you like to be a tight end for the Dallas Cowboys? Well, I never thought about that. But I guess I'll try and make my mom proud. And that but, is the but, legend you know, of whatever the hell. You, you, <laughs> you see that jokingly, but back in the 90s, that's something that the scouts used to do for the Dallas Cowboys. They would go to the small town uh, schools, the smaller, uh, you know, black colleges in the SWAC. They'd go to mm-hmm. J State. they go, you know, they would go down to Alcorn. You know, and they would they would get the best guys off of these teams, off of Grambling, you know, and they would take those guys, you know, that nobody was looking at because everybody's big on the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12. Nobody's looking at the SWAC schools. Nobody's looking at Mississippi Valley, nothing like that. And they would take these guys and mold them into champions. And, and we got yeah. Them. Yeah, we have. It would be kind of cool if we would. I think, yeah, I guess going even more back there, I think they used to do that with, uh, like, um, like mining towns, too, and just get the dudes that are like, well, this guy's been pushing a giant 500-pound uh, sleigh, so maybe you can push some guys around, too. <laughs> you know he's strong. Yeah, <laughs> if the guy's mining, strong. you know he's strong. He's stronger yeah. than ox, literally. Yeah. Literally. He's pushing an ox around. <laughs> yeah. They gotta go back to those days. Like, kind of like in like, Conan the Barbarian, where they uh, they yeah. took him and uh, made him push that thing around the whole time. That's how he got big. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Or you know, you just go to the Ukrainian potato fields and get yourself a nice big old big old Oksana, and she could be your the center, you know, for your team. Yeah. You're, not, you're not gonna get past Oksana. <laughs> just you're not getting you know. faster, huh? No way, yeah, she, you know, just pay her in cutletas, which is a Russian meatball, and she'll be all set. 
and good vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I hope I hope the Dallas Cowboys execs aren't listening to this because they're they'll be taking notes. And uh, next <laughs> next year, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> you see all them little stars oh, walking we, around Kroger. <laughs> yeah, we might we might get invited. We might get invited down on uh to to the draft party. Yeah, yeah all the little. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna be the draft party's gonna be at Kroger's or uh or 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 the Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm, that sounds good already. <laughs> hey, they know how to cook. They know how to cook and run an out route. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> they're in. Like they're saving us team money. Okay, guys. Yeah, I got a- I got a real issue. I got a real time issue and I need I need help. You know, so let me get to this let me get to this issue that I have. I have Mark Ingram on my team and I'm also sitting on Christian Kirk. And Randall Cobb is questionable and not really going to play, I don't think. Mark Ingram, since his return from suspension, he put up 27 points versus Washington, 11 points versus Baltimore, 17 points versus Minnesota, and last week he put up five points versus the Rams. Now, coming in against Cincinnati – He's projected – oh, he put up 2.5 points against the Rams. I'm sorry. Against Cincinnati, he's projected at 12.2 points. He only had two touches last week. Is this going to be an issue coming in against Cincinnati for uh, for Mark Ingram getting the ball out of Alvin Kamara's hands? What do you guys think? Oh, Are you you're you're comparing him to the you're you're putting him up for a flex position against those other two people you said? Yeah, against Christian Kirk or Randall Cobb. Okay, well, Randall Cobb with anybody who's got a questionable next to him that's not like a top five or even a top ten at their position, I wouldn't even think about putting them in. So I think you should eliminate yeah. Randall Cobb off the bat, and then with Christian yep. Kirk, he's the number two guy. Um, apparently, he's like. I heard some info about him and Jared Goff. Have they've like known each other since high school? So there's a little connection there. They've they've played in the same. I don't know if they were on the same team, but they've been throwing balls to each other since high school. So that's kind of cool. So Jared Goff is um, going to throw the ball to Christian Kirk across the field. Yeah, they used to just throw the ball back and forth. You know, just a little toss. No, but they've known each other since high school. So there's a connection there. Um, I guess they were both from the LA. Yeah, there's both from the LA area, um, but I think you got to go with Mark Ingram. I mean, he's ranked number 19 uh, coming in because you never know. I mean, he could get all the touch. He's on that offense is just too good to not play him. So, right, because it's just like it's kind of going with an offense where everybody gets fed. It's like New Orleans just has one of those offenses where everyone, you know. You got your top dogs that are going to get the most, uh, but everyone's going to get something. So I think even with just a little bit of something, it's still going to be more than most guys will get on uh, on the other teams. So I think I think yeah, hey. I think Ingram is definitely a good safe bet. Hey, I, I have to uh, agree with everybody, uh, especially with uh, the demise of my boy Des Bryant not being able to handle business down there in New Orleans, suffering uh, <laughs> uh, the torn Achilles, you know, they're, they're going to have to run the ball more uh, because they're thin at, at wide receiver. At wide receiver, the uh, the New Orleans Saints have Michael Thomas, Traquan Smith, Austin Carr, Zach, uh, I'm sorry, and, uh, well, Ted Ginn's out. He's injured. And that's it. And Cameron Barrett, they just put him on the IR too. So that they're like they're really, really thin. They're thin, so they're going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to, you know, lean on that that two-headed monster. And, and what's great is both of them, uh, Kamara and and uh, Mark Ingram, both can catch the ball out of the backfield. So I, I roll yeah, Ingram. Yeah, Ingram. So, wait a minute, what was that? What was that that happened this week? With uh, who was that that got hurt? That got signed for one day Man. got hurt? <laughs> My boy, Dez Bryant. <laughs> 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 
Dirty, dirty, dirty <laughs> bastard. Well, let me tell you something. Since, since you want to go there, you want to talk about my goddamn one of the best damn wide receivers in the league. Let me get my Michael Irvin on. Let me tell you, man, I was so hurt. I was so hurt. Well, I, well, I, I don't know. Is on that sign. Practice, fight hard. And he get hurt on the last that's play. Right. You. <laughs> This this is a guy who picked him up in most leagues and then traded him right before he got injured. Dirty, I dirty, did. dirty. <laughs> I picked him up. I heard about it the day before. I heard about it on Tuesday because Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara put a tweet out. He said, he Des Bryant with a little smiley face. He tweeted it. And so I said, oh, shit, Des Bryant's about to sign with the, with the Saints. So I went to all my leagues, and it was Tuesday. So I'm hoping I'm the only one that, that heard this. I've seen this tweet, and I put my waiver claim in for him. And Wednesday morning, I got him. By Wednesday evening, I, I traded him to another team. And by Thursday, <laughs> you know, and then you by know Thursday, what this kind of reminds me of? <laughs> <laughs> the devil got him. <laughs> you, know what kind of re- you know what it kind of reminds me of? It's like Rick just wearing that uh, Des Bryant jersey coming out of the bushes. And then the second he threw his ACL, he's slowly retreating back into the bushes. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Homer Simpson. The Homer Simpson. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Hey, you know, God bless his soul. That's terrible. But but just thinking guy. about him on that Saints team, man, that was scary. That was scary to add Des Bryant to that to that New Orleans Saints team. I have Michael Thomas on one side, Dennis Bryant on the other, uh, Traquan Smith running slot. Oh, my God. It, it could have been brutal, but it ain't. So get, get your, get your uh, black and your brown garbage bag <laughs> back out. <laughs> there you go. Every time you mention Des Bryant, that, I don't know where that shit's coming from. Every time you mention Des Bryant, <laughs> that damn evil laugh comes in. Somebody got him. Somebody's fucking with that Bryant, man. Somebody don't like him. Yeah. Oh, Sammy Watkins is out. Sammy Watkins is out. So let me, uh, I got to make this move. All right. So who who do you put in? Sammy Watkins is out. I got uh, Jakeem Grant or Marquise. Oh, you know what? I got Randall Cobb. Let's put Cobb in. That'll work. Can we just have that? Can we just have that Randall Cobb discussion? Franco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cobb is yeah, better than all. I, I, I forgot I had him at the bottom. <laughs> Over Marquise Goodwin? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I don't know what's going on with Marquise Goodwin. He he he'll have one game where he looks he's like unstoppable, and then he, he'll he'll disappear for like three weeks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, supposedly the Cowboys so, are interested in, in in bringing him in, and 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 they they pull back, and they went across the bay and got got another guy. Hey, you know, with that with that Randall Cobb move, Lou, you got to put your hands up and go woo 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 because he got a big Q next to his name. He so is, Mister Mister <laughs> Omega Sci-Fi. <laughs> yeah, little Omega Sci-Fi uh, rhetoric right there. He got that big Q next to his name, man, and you better read a little bit more on that before you put his ass in. <laughs> I'm nervous, but he—that's a—that's a 325 kickoff too. Oh man! Who else you got? Who else you got? Uh, uh Jakeem Grant and Marquise Goodwin. Hey, Randall Cobb is Grant coming is off gonna, of. He's actually going to play today. Say it again. I heard Jakeem Grant is going to play today, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's listed as questionable too. Yeah. He's like super questionable. Like they 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 really it's like almost game time. You know, I so, got that dude in one of my leagues, and I don't know which one. I I hate that. I got a I got a question. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to ask you this uh, all week, guys. So let's go. I have a I have a slot uh, open. I I uh, and right now I got Elijah McGuire in there. I took uh, Rancho's advice uh, last week, and he does look like a stud. 
He's uh, you know, he's he looks pretty solid. But there's another gentleman, uh, wide receiver for Arizona Cardinals, uh, Christian Kirk, who's on the bench, and I just uh, I can't. I'm just flip flopping as far as who should I start. I uh, if I if I had Miss Cleo tell me the fortune, I would have had. <laughs> call me now for your free reading. Okay, Elijah McGuire, he's not a starter, so you got to think. He's playing behind Isaiah Crowell. So he was just coming mm-hmm. in as like a third down back. He's getting the receptions and stuff, but he does look good. Uh, Christian Kirk is the number two wide receiver, so he's going to get looks. So, And he's going to play the whole all, every snap of every offensive play, most likely. So. And, and Kirk has been getting looks in the last three weeks. Six, six. Yeah, he's been he's doing all right. He's in double digits. He hasn't gone like into the twenties yet, I don't think. But he's he's no. got he's steady like in the you know high single digits and then double digits average. All right, all right, yeah. all right. That's enough of what I needed. Uh, Christian Kirk is starting, and I hope in a couple hours from now I don't get texts from uh, from anybody apologizing. <laughs> Those texts are always the worst. Yeah. It's like my bad, man. My bad. My bad. My bad, bro. Elijah McGuire. I hate. I told you to do that, man. I mean, not. I told you to do that, man. But but my family's life depends on this. You know, they're 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 being held hostage by the Russian mafia, and they and they're the ones, you know. Well, Christian Kirk well, better put up enough points. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You don't. You don't no, need. But... Uh, you don't need Christian Kirk. You need the dude from Taken. <laughs> you need him to come help you <laughs> save your family. Hey, <laughs> dude, dude, come out you black. Need Liam Neeson. Uh, he he tore his ACL, so he's unfortunately not available. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> he's with Desbro. All right, quick question, guys. Another one. Another one just got one in on Twitter. LeGarrette Blunt is playing today. So LeGarrette Blunt or Carlos Hyde, which one of those two with with Leonard Fournette back, which one of those two are the better? So the guy has three of them. He has LeGarrette Blunt, Jakeem Grant, and Carlos Hyde. Which one does he play? Um, I don't think, I I don't think Hyde gets anything. No? Dang it. Yeah, now with uh, now with Fournette coming back, he's hiding in Jacksonville. Yeah, he's gonna be he's, he's gonna be hiding. Carlos is hiding in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. Hey, he he better be. He better be, and that's because Leonard Fournette has to touch the ball every damn snap. He has to make up for lost time. I'm looking at from from week two until today, four point seven points. The whole season. <laughs> so. 13 points. Leonard Fournette better get every touch. We give Leonard Fournette a middle name. We get Coach Ogeron for him. Let's call him Leonard Leonard, Jamal Charles Fournette. (laughs) Tell him uh, (laughs) get Coach Ogeron on him. Man, do I want Leonard Fournette to get all the touch and get a touchdown, baby? Go Tiger. That guy's the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so, so uh, we Carlos Hyde is out of this one. So now we got Jakeem Grant, who is highly questionable, with the super red questionable on his name, and or Legarrette Blunt, who's only did two points, three points, eleven points, fourteen points, one point, eight point. Carry on Johnson is kind of questionable with the with the ankle sprain. He's Kerry Johnson is playing, but he does have an ankle ankle sprain. Do we see more Legarrette Blunt today than we have before? With Kerry Johnson battling his ankle, I think Blunt may get may get more touches uh, this week. I mean, he he had five carries last week, uh, a season high in week three against the Patriots with, with sixteen carries, and we know uh, Blunt can catch the ball out of the backfield. And we know how the Detroit Lions you know, can get past after with a, with a uh, running back sometimes. So I, I'd roll the dice and uh, 
and, and, and fire up the blunt. <laughs> yeah. Fire up the blunt. Yeah. I agree yeah. with firing up the blunt. I'm yeah, might as well as, man. <laughs> <laughs> might as well as. You know, just, that career got to It's almost over anyway. <laughs> it's almost That's over. We got four four weeks left until playoffs start. Left until playoffs start, man. 845-277-9311. This is Soul Kitchen Radio. And let's let's take a real quick couple couple minute break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about who you disgusted by. Who's who's is your well we got a creeper sleeper still. We still gotta hit our creeper sleepers, but who are you disgusted by? Who's been on your team? That's just been sucking ass all season. And I got one that I was so high on when it came into came into the draft and this guy is just kicking my ass and I hate him now and I hope I never see him. But we'll talk about that in a second when we come back. So Kitchen Radio. On Soul Kitchen Radio. No, no, no. DeMarco Murray's after the rest of the game? I needed him. I'm going to lose now. Uh, Damn it, man. Come on. Three running backs, four fumbles, two points? You guys, it's your fault. I drafted you with high hopes. On Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. I draft Monty Ball. Monty Ball's supposed to tear it up in Denver. He ships bed. So I pick up Mark Ingram. Something I said I would never do again. And then he screws me. Haven't won this time. Kitchen I've lost kitchen a better team just with a shit bag. I can't roster base you guys. I can't get a half job. I can't even get a semi cup. I'm walking away. I'm done with fantasy football. Yo, what's up? This is Lincoln Kennedy, the Oakland Raiders. You're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Raider Nation, one love, baby. Hi, this is head coach John Gruden calling on behalf of the Oakland Raiders ticket department. I'm calling to congratulate you on renewing your Raiders season tickets. You shit-kicking, stinky, horseman-horse-smelling motherfucker, you. You dirty-eating piece of slime. You scum-sucking pig. You son of a motherless goat. Hi, this is Herm Edwards on Soul Kitchen Radio. Fantasy football. Fantasy football. Hey, what's up? This is Nate Burleson. You listen to Soul Kitchen Radio. Fantasy football. Fantasy football. Fantasy fo- We're taking your team to the next level. It's fantasy football on Soul Kitchen Radio. This is fantasy football on Soul Kitchen Radio. You want your team to win? Call us now. Fantasy football. All right, fantasy football, Soul Kitchen Radio. We're back, and we're going to get into our creeper sleepers. But before that, I want to get into a player that has just drugged me through the woods all season long, and I'm so upset about this guy. I have him. I have a lot of stock in him. Have him on a lot of my teams, and he put up one point versus Philadelphia, three points versus Houston, four points at Dallas, three points at the Jets, seven points at Tennessee, six points against the Giants. Yeah, he had one game where he had 116 yards and a touchdown for 20 points, and I'm talking about shitty-ass Keelan Cole from the Jaguars. Is anybody else so mad at Keely Cole than I am? Francho, I know he's a dynasty darling, so tell me about him. Yeah, I gave up on Keelan Cole on, on my single leagues a long time ago, man. There's something wrong with that guy. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with him, man? What's going on? I think it's maybe he's missing letter in Fournette. Maybe it's the Fournette. Give me one more week. Give him one more week. Put some Fernet in that and see how it tastes. So you think you think today will be a good day to play him? No. No, definitely don't. Do not play him. <laughs> Let him be. Let him chill out. See how it feels. But uh if it's in a single if you're in a in a regular league, like a not a dynasty or franchise league, yeah, I would have dropped him about four weeks ago. Oh, okay, cool. What do you think about Keelan Cole, Misha. He's over him. He's off him. He's he's over. He's done. 
Okay. What do you, you got somebody on your on your radar, Cheto, that's just driving you <clears throat> freaking nuts? Oh yeah, uh, this guy named Le'Veon Bell. I don't know. I drafted him. Um, I drafted him number three in the whole draft, <laughs> and uh, for some reason, I don't know why, he's been putting up all these goose eggs. <laughs> and uh, I thought he was going to come back at the end of the year. That's the fantasy the football devil. Yeah, I guess I heard he's not going to do that. So I'll see him in hell. And uh, yeah, another one I'm disgusted by, Tajay Sharp. Of the Tennessee Titans, um, Man. I didn't have a lot of uh, I didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of stock in Tajay Sharp, but I did jump on the Tajay Sharp bandwagon for his one good game, his 13 yeah. point game against the Chargers, and then last yeah. week I had him at Dallas, and I was hoping he was going to do something. He put up one point, he had one target for one reception for zero yards. Wow. One target, one reception for zero yards. Like, he caught the ball at the line of scrimmage and took a knee. And that was it. <laughs> if you yeah, need I'm one not point. Tajay Sharp is huge. He's like a 6'3", six, 6'5 six, guy. You know, he's and he's fast and he's good. He's got a hit. But he's not a good football player, apparently. He's been in the league for, what, three years? I've had him a couple times. Uh, I was hyped on him last year, but I mean, there's a reason why they drafted Corey Davis last year, and you know, I thought when they got rid of Rashard Matthews, that would kind of put him in the role, but he really hasn't stepped up to that. And I'm not even too cool. I'm not even too pumped on that whole offense altogether. The Tennessee offense. It's not really. I don't know. Other than Deion Lewis, there's really nobody else that I would be interested in having. Maybe Derrick Henry for like goal line stuff, but they can't even get to the goal line, so. That's yeah, what do you think about what? Get rid of him. What do you think about what that about that big W they put up against Dallas last week? I know Lewis Lewis off on work business and he's not here to defend his Cowboys, but God damn, they beat the shit out of the Cowboys last week. Oh man, I think the Cowboys beat the shit out of themselves, man. I mean, it's 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 ugly over there, and I got Zeke. And I'm over here thinking, okay, I got Zeke. I got about 25 points coming my way. Not even close. I'm losing games because of Zeke because I'm counting on him, and uh, he's got nothing. And I don't think it's his fault. You know, I really don't. Uh, but there's something going on over there in Dallas, you know, for fantasy ones. Definitely something going I on wanna, in Dallas. I want to say who I'm sick of or who who killed yeah. me. Who I'm okay. This is this league that I'm in. It's a, a it's a fancy league. Uh, it's a money league with these guys that I'm friends with so-called friends with uh, this guy Esteban and his league called Esteban's league. They're over there pulling trades out their ass. They're, there's a guy trading freaking Saquon Barkley and Zach Ertz for like fucking Deshaun Jackson and Sammy Watkins talking about it's fair. So I just want to say Esteban, wow. you and your league should be ashamed of yourselves. You guys are full of crap. I'll see you guys in hell. You shit kicking stinky horseman horse smelling motherfucker, you! You dirty eating piece of slime! You scum sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! Yeah, we talked about we talked about collusion earlier. And <clears throat> shady trade, a lot man. Of people it's not right now, Right now, everybody's having garage sales. Misha, are you back yet? Everybody's having garage sales. You know, and they're dumping Tis players. The is the season, and that's why Yahoo initiates their no trade clause on certain players. You can't. There's certain players you just can't trade because people know. Is that they know that. That's that's why they do that. They have to hit it before the trade date, and there's a no trade clause on like a Tom Brady or Alvin Kamara, like all the top the top players. You can't trade them because they know. They know that. Uh, yeah, people are going to be colluding and trying to trying to okay, stack up. Okay, okay. I think I think uh, I think um, e, uh, ESPN does something like that too because I had Tom. I auto drafted on one of them on accident, and I had Tom Brady, and I was trying to. I couldn't drop him, so I was like, "What the hell is this?" Right. I had to trade this. So I had to somehow find a way to get him off my team. It was, it was ridiculous. But I like that because yeah, collusion is just ridiculous, man. It's embarrassing. If it's in a free league, fine. 
you have to live with yourself. But if you're paying money for this, and that affects the whole league, and that affects the whole season. Like, okay, fine, this week is this week, but, like, what about next week? Events that team, and this team events that team. So it's all screwed up. I didn't even pay my entry fee. I'm not going to pay my entry fee. I hope they listen to this right now. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> there it is. Hey, and so, and again, and for everybody in that family first league we had, we tried to make it a, a paid league, but yeah. it just wasn't because nobody paid. So fuck it. Yeah. It was nobody paid in that in that family first league, so it turned out to be a non-paid league. That's what family does. That's what family does. Yeah. They keep their money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and and I had the Yahoo. I love the fact that Yahoo likes to take care of the money this year, right? So if you created a cash league, then Yahoo will create the money. So keep the money. And I had everybody paid except for one jerk in Tennessee who didn't pay till the last minute, and it was too late. Everybody had their money back, and then I was chasing everybody for money. Thanks. I don't. I don't. Don't know about that <laughs> I did it my way. <laughs> and Lou, I still need to I still need to send you money for your ESPN league, so make sure you remind me that. I gotta pay for that. Hey, we, we're gonna get it squared away. We're gonna get it squared what's away. What's your opinion on okay, can we can we talk about that for a second? Because what's your opinion yeah. on paying? Do you want it do you do you want it? To be, would you like it before the season or after the season? My point of view, I like it after the season because, don't get me wrong, whoever you give the money to, I don't know who they are or where they're from or whatever, but they they get they got over $1,000 in their hand. They might be using that for something as a loan. I didn't approve <laughs> you for that loan. I'm not getting any interest on that loan that I just gave you. So I don't trust people that way. I will pay you after I've had my services. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. this is why you have to you have to engage with people that you know and people that you trust because I like to get the money up front because it's hard to to hunt down people after they didn't get their ass handed to them after they went you know one in one in fifteen and, and say hey dude you get a hundred dollars back in August <laughs> you know and it's like oh man you know it's Christmas time man I gotta. Man, you know my my alternator down in my ride. Yeah. No, <laughs> let, let, let yeah, me go yeah, get that I, up off of you early in, in August, man. I agree. I mean, I, I I I say you pay up front, and whoever does it, like what I do is I keep it in a PayPal that I don't even touch. So it's 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 away, and it's sitting there, and it's waiting to to get. I thought I was going to keep some of it, but now I'm just I'm just a banker holding the money. Waiting for some, waiting for figure out who I got to give it to. So, <laughs> hey, it was, it was another ESPN league that I played. I played in with a dude from high school I used to be cool with. and lawyers. Football ends. Fantasy football ends in December. I didn't get my right. money until March. March, and all all of these guys wow. are like doctors and lawyers, and here I am. You know the 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 lowest man on the totem pole with the money, and I'm like, hey, yeah, where my cash at, homies? <laughs> it, it was tough. It was tough, and it was you so got, bad. Those, they didn't even uh, they didn't even renew the league. Wow, those guys are so bad. You need to stop them on the spot when you see them driving through Memphis, Lou. <laughs> then I'll be on the news. <laughs> yeah. Woo 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 woo. Memphis Lou, hey, stop somebody. Rick, before before we go uh, any further, uh-huh. I have two things I want to say. Yeah. Happy belated birthday to the United States Marine Corps. My dad, you, all the devil dogs across the nation, happy belated birthday on yesterday, and happy Veterans Day to all of those who served on today. Yes. Oh, thank you. And happy, yes, and happy Veterans Day to everybody, all my cohorts. I spent 14 years in the military and the army, and I I never forget any of those days. It was lovely. And now on that, I'm hoping today the Raiders go out on this Veterans Day and and eat some Philip Rivers. You know, we're we're sick of losing John Gruden. We're sick of losing. We got Philip Rivers and those high flying Chargers coming into Oakland. I think it's going to be all bad, but it's the NFL any given Sunday. 
What do you guys got, man? What do you got? What do you got, Chento? What are you doing today? And I got some smacking for you, Chent. I need to hook up with you. Okay, I'm all right, let's hang out. Let's get some smacking on that. I'm uh, I'm gonna watch my Kansas City Chiefs. I guess that's my team since I got Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt on every single team that I have. So let's go, Chiefs. <laughs> let's go, Lou. Lou, what's tonight? What's hey, you already know. Tonight? Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys are gonna grill some some eagle wings, and we're gonna feast big and feed deep, man. All right. Come on, little well, man. <laughs> I got to believe. I got to believe. I got to believe. Hey, we want. We know what you want to happen. What do you think's going to happen? The Cowboys will lose by 20. Okay. 20. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh, man, you know what's up? I, uh, I, had ahead, my, I had my thing on. I had my thing on mute the whole time. I'm like, dang it. I'm talking and no one's, no one's answering my cries. <laughs> and I had I had my phone on mute the whole time like a dum dum, you know. I didn't know what the like, hell. I didn't was... know where you went, Misha. Yeah. I seen you. I was calling yeah, I was you. Like, I was they... saying your name. Yeah. I know. I was like, don't they know? Don't they want to know who I hate on my team? Why don't they care about me? Yeah. Devin punches. He's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Devin <Devin's laughs> yeah, punches. He's the worst. He punches. Yeah. Fuck you, Devin Get him off your team. Get him off your team, off your team man. Yeah. Santo, Maurice, Maurice, hey, Maurice Harris, the wide receiver, Washington, he came on the scene yesterday. Maurice, my cousin Maurice Harris, he's actually cousins with Keenan Allen. They played at Cal, Jared Goff. Look up, check him out. Washington, Alex Smith's Allen, a new one. Nice. Hey, and uh, Santo, if you want to see some good Monday Night Football because of these fires, Clayton Valley versus Liberty is Monday night at Liberty. That's going to be a good one. That is going to be good. Liberty is number one, right? Liberty is number one. They got like the number one recruit in the the nation or running back or something. The number one quarterback. 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 They got got a quarterback and a receiver. Receiver's going to Oklahoma State next year. The quarterback is just a junior, and he's 6'6", and he's fucking crazy. Oh, he's going to be a cowboy. Oh, there <laughs> he is. He reminds, hey, he's the Bay Area's next Ken Dorsey. You know, he's just he's like Ken Bay Dorsey. He's bad. Ken Dorsey. <laughs> Dorsey <Yeah>. is terrible. <laughs> no, not in high school. Not in high school and college. Well, in college, you could have played quarterback for Miami, bro. Come on. Anybody could have, huh? Yeah. But he, the kid is bad. His name is Butterfield. You'll see him. He's, oh, that's uh, right. He's, he's going to tear up. His father was a player, was an ex-player or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Like, we went to Daily Cell. We got our hats handed to us, 38 nothing to Daily Cell on Friday. Um, Butterfield will tear up. Butterfield will tear up Clayton Valley on on Monday, and then he'll be able to – he'll be facing De La Salle. Liberty and De La Salle will be playing next week. That's going to be a wow, good one, too. Good. Nice. Let's go check it out. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's, let's meet up let's over there. Check it out. Let's watch. Start a fight. <laughs> We're not from none of them schools. Let's just start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Today's one of those things where we wish we had more time for our show. I know. Because yeah, man, we didn't start this show at like 9.30. Started at 9.30. Damn it. He's sleeping. 8.30. I need sleep. The dongo needs sleep. I'm the one <laughs> open the earliest. What are you talking about? I'm over here at freaking morning, brother. Oh, oh. hey, I went to I went and got some manudo last week from from the, uh, from whatchamacallit, from the, the bank club. Yeah. And it wasn't as good as everybody says it is. No, I go to fucking Mi Pueblo and get better menudo. Go to this place. I used to across. watch those guys. Hey, go to this place. Yeah, menudo. <laughs> go to this place. Uh, hey, by in Memphis, Rising they have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Hey, when we mentioned menudo in Memphis, Mahomes, they have no idea. Mahomes hit freaking Man, Tyreek Hill to play the game for 40 yards like it's nothing. 
That's another it's, reason it's, why you should you should start Christian Kirk. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be tossing the ball up the whole game. We got plenty of Hispanics around here in Memphis. Hey, like 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 my boys say, <laughs> we love the essays around here. We love the Migos out there, bro. <laughs> you ain't go to the right spots, man. White. You ain't yeah. go to the right spots. Even hey, even the taco spot was was all black dudes working in the taco spot. I've never seen what? that. What? No, 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 no. I went and got pizza last night at this Italian pizzeria, and there was nothing but Hispanic guys in there. Right. Oh, that's okay. That's, <laughs> that's normal. That's Memphis. That's how we do it, man. The, the Chinese no, restaurants, the Japanese restaurants, they handling business. Man, I want <laughs> they to doing, this, I they doing the hibachi at the table and everything. Hey, yeah, 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 we don't have, the Japanese don't do that no more. They hire us for that. Hey, yeah, mm-hmm. I went to, what was that taco spot over off of that main road? I don't know what the name of that road was that I was, I was staying at the hotel over there. Oh, and we went over there and, uh, man, it was, it was nothing but, it was brothers making tacos, and I had never seen that before. <laughs> What's up, dog? You want, you want, you want some extra cheese <laughs> on there, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mahomes just hit uh, Tyreek Hill for a touchdown. Tyreek Hill jumped into the stands and did a little, like, conductor Celebration dance it was hilarious. Wow, it is coming up on Battle. Wow, this, this, it's already on and popping. It's after twelve. Let's get it. I uh, know. <laughs> all right, guys. I'll talk to y'all later. See y'all all right, next man. Time. All right. We out. <laughs> Peace.